0: Have you ever heard that the 20s are the best years of your life? Well, spoiler alert, they're not. The 20s usually comes with a little bit of confusion, a side of maybe seasonal depression, Um, probably some very bad life choices and maybe some relationship dilemmas. But anyways, we're gonna get through it together, y'all. So get ready to laugh, cry, and cringe with me as we embark on this journey of the terrible 20s. Welcome to the Terrible Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Ruth Isabel Wolfreid, and I'm so excited that you guys are here today. We are going to embark on this journey where we're gonna go through the highs, the lows, and everything in between that you could possibly deal with in your life in your 20s. And guys, we have some incredible guests coming on season one of the Terrible Twenties. We have people that are gonna discuss tackling these different aspects of life from the perspective of an immigrant. From the perspective of a young artist, from the perspective of an esthetician, from the perspective of just a student. So it is going to be amazing. And the biggest thing about the Terrible 20s podcast is that it couldn't be possible without an amazing community. So we want to hear from you guys. You guys are actually going to have the opportunity to submit questions you have, situations you have. You can either submit those to our social media or directly to our website. So we can discuss those here together in the Terrible Twenties podcast. But anyways, I digress. This first episode is truly what it's titled. It's an intro to the Terrible Twenties. I'm going to give you guys a bit of background of why I started this podcast in the first place, who the heck I am, because I know half of you don't know who Ruth Isabel Wolfred is, and just to give you a bit more insight into what we're going to talk about in future episodes. So I'm really excited, and without further ado, let's let's dive right in there. I guess I just need to start with the basic intro. Oh my god, I feel so awkward. We get to skip all the small talk and just dive into the deep stuff. I'm so excited. But basically, hi, my name is Ruth. I was born and raised in Austin, Texas. I am 24. I just had my birthday. I just turned 24. And fun fact, this is the third time I'm recording this episode. The first time I tried to record it, I sounded so awkward. I had never been on a podcast. I've never recorded a podcast, and I just got, like, shell-shocked, I guess you could say, and when I listened back to 20 minutes of what I had recorded, I was like, there is no way I can post this. I sound like a freaking robot. I sound so awkward. I was like, hi, my name is welcome to Terrible 20s. Like, no joke, guys. It was painful to listen back to. So I was like, okay, let's try again. The second time I loved the episode. It was exactly what I wanted. And then when I started editing, I ruined it. So the second one was my fault. I deleted the episode and I deleted it from my trash bin. So there was literally no possible way I could restore it. And I was so upset with myself. And then I just had a bunch of life events. So it's taken me quite a while to record this intro episode, but I have literally... Seven other full episodes recorded, edited, and ready to go. So once this first one gets busted out, y'all, there is no stopping us here at Terrible 20s, and I'm really excited. But like I said, I'm 24 years old, Austin, Texas. I was raised by my mother, Maria, who will also be on the show. She is hilarious. She is from La Presa, Jalisco, Mexico. And yes, Spanish was my first language growing up. I am a light skinned Latina, little. Mexican Vanilla is what I like to call it. If that was my rapper name, it definitely would be Mexican Vanilla. I was a first-generation college student, too. My brother and I were the first ones to graduate from university in our family, which I'm very, very proud about. I went to the University of North Texas. I studied international business with a focus in marketing and minor in Spanish, of course. And I grew up just loving life, loving sports. If you name a sport, I probably did it competitively. I did drill team in high school. I lettered in wrestling. I was team captain my senior year. And then I also did track and field doing hurdles. That was my favorite event. And I've stayed active ever since. Athletics for me is like my therapy and I absolutely love it. I hope some of y'all can relate to that. But truly my motivation First starting this podcast is a couple months ago, my life, it turned upside down and I never thought that would happen for myself. At least I've always gone through hardship, but you know, I've always gone through it and I'm not saying I didn't go through it. Like here I am on the other side alive and well. So what happened happened, but I saw before that how much my friends who had graduated college were affected by the drastic life changes they were going through because there really is no playbook for how to do life, let alone how to live in your 20s. And I just saw that there was so many changes happening. Everyone was telling you like general pieces of advice like, get a job, do this, go network, go buy a house. Okay, step back, pause. I am maybe 21 when I graduate. Like, how the heck do you even do all this? Like I barely got credit cards by the age of 20 guys. So yeah, that's a lot. Building my credit was crazy. And I saw people getting so depressed. And the reasons for that, I believe is just because people felt so alone through all this change that was happening. And that's why I want Terrible Twenties to be a place where we can talk about Everything and anything, literally, whether that be finances, whether that be relationships, whether that be career advice, whether that be friendship drama, like this is truly an open space where anything goes and it's okay to be who you are and it's okay to admit that you need help. It's okay to admit that life is hard, but I just want you guys to know that we will get through this together. And if I can't help you, or if you might not be able to connect with my story, that's why I'm bringing on some incredible guests, because I truly want you guys to be able to connect with them. Okay, so let's go back to our story. When I was in university, I had this amazing job, and I truly thought it was what I was going to do. I wanted to work in real estate. I got this real estate internship, and it just didn't turn out how I thought it was going to be. I how do I even say this? I was put in a situation where I had to decide if my morals and values were more important than my current job. And I had a situation where this person would not leave me alone in the place I was working. And it got to a point where they would come to the office and visit me every day. And I had clearly told this person, I am working. You have to leave me alone. I understand that you are a customer. We truly do value you but this is not professional. I'm not going to talk to you as a friend. I'm not going to act this way with you. So please leave me alone and only come to me if it has to do with doing business with you, essentially. And this person was relentless and they came into my office one day throwing a fit, saying that if they did not get a photo with me, they were going to freak out. They were going to write bad reviews. They were going to do all this horrible stuff. And I am sitting in my little office. I'm 20 years old. I do not know what to do. I've never had a person talk to me this way, let alone scream at myself. And I just started crying because I didn't know what else to do. I went to the bathroom to go clean myself up. And when I came back, my manager had told me like, okay, we're going to get this person to calm down, but they are requesting a picture with you. I was like, what? They want a picture with me. And she said, yes, they really want a picture of you. I felt so uncomfortable in this situation, guys. But again, coming back to why we record these episodes and why I made this podcast, I didn't know how to handle this situation. I had never had like, you could call it a stalker situation before where someone wanted something what I consider inappropriate from me. I did not want to take these freaking pictures. I was so upset. I was still crying again because of this. And my manager told me, you have to go take these or else he will not leave us alone and it will be a bigger issue than it needs to be. And you know what? I sucked up my pride. I was like, fine, I'll go take these pictures. This creepy ass person took these pictures of me and I just, I could not sleep that night. And I probably looked so bad in these pictures, y'all. Like when I cry, I am not a pretty crier. My face turns all red. I get all snotty, like all these bookers up in my nose. And it's just not a good scenario. And I was more upset with myself that I didn't know how to stand up for myself at that time than I was that this person took pictures. Obviously, it still grosses me out to this day that I know that this random person has these photos of me against my will. To say the least, I left that job. I was super upset because I genuinely thought this was going to be a career I wanted to be in. It was a big smack in the face from the universe letting me know that this was not where I was supposed to be. And looking back at the situation, I am so grateful that that happened because it ended up making me move back to Austin, Texas, where I could be closer to my mom. I could be closer to my family, which is something very important to me. And it made me realize that that was not the career path I was supposed to be on. So keep in mind, I was still in university at this time. I had a whole year to complete my senior year, but it was all remote because of COVID. So I knew I still had to get another job. I thought I was in another dream job. I was so excited. And when I join something and I start it and I commit to it, I go all in. I don't know if it's because I have an addictive personality. I don't, I don't know if that's the right way to describe it. Maybe addictive tendencies. Does that sound bad? I'm not a drug user, I promise. I just mean like when I like something or I'm passionate about something, I go 110%. There is no stopping me. There's no going half speed. Like we are going 100 miles an hour. We're going all in. We're gonna do it and we're gonna do it now. And that's exactly what happened at this job and what I believe happened at my last job as well. I got way too involved and invested in what I was doing. I just wanna say like I am beyond grateful for all the lessons I have learned throughout living through these experiences, like I would never change anything for a second. But when I was going through all of this, I was emotionally unwell to say the least. And I know a lot of people, they were saying like, oh my God, well, on social media, you look so happy. Like, I'm so proud of you. You're killing it for someone in their early 20s. But no one truly knew how bad I was hurting inside because I was working my butt off just to keep myself happy and just to make sure that things were getting done within the company I was working with. And I was getting so overwhelmed, but because I was so young and I thought that this opportunity was helping me redeem myself for my last bad opportunity, I was just throwing my whole self into this position. I was not giving myself a social life. I was not allowing myself to truly be myself. I had turned into a total people pleaser for this. And I lost the sense of, who I was. I lost a lot of connections at that time and I truly these last couple months had to learn how to be myself again and how to learn to say no and how to learn to determine what I want in my life, not what someone else wants in my life. Ultimately, I ended up leaving that position for my mental and physical well-being and I promised myself on that day too that I would never ever allow myself to be in a job, let alone a situation where I felt mentally and physically unsafe. If anyone that's listening to this has gone through a job like that, I just want to say I am so sorry. I know that like it's not my fault if you've experienced something like that in your job, but I don't think anyone should feel that stressed out to a point where it is affecting them so deeply emotionally or even let alone being in a position where they feel in danger. I'm so happy that I'm past that. But like I said, people were telling me that they saw like such a happy life on social media, which they probably did. It's not their fault that they saw something so happy that I felt so deeply ashamed in myself when I left this. And I think that was the hardest thing for me to work through. And uh, thank God for therapy. Like, honestly, I could not be where I am today without talking through all my issues that I went through. I think feeling ashamed is probably the worst emotion that anyone could feel because I felt other people were ashamed of me and no longer having what they considered was a dream job. I felt ashamed in myself that I let this opportunity go, even though I knew in my head and my heart that this was the right decision. I was scared of what my family was going to think. In the end of the day, the people that truly love you and truly care for you they will always have your back, guys. And I think the situation, it really showed me who my true friends were. It showed me that my family loves me endlessly to the end of the earth. My family is literally the most important thing to me. And it showed me that I do have a decision in the direction my life goes. So after this happened, I had to take a big leap of faith and I didn't really give myself a vacation, which is not very smart, but I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to move on to the next thing. I'm going to give myself a two-day vacation. I told my mom this. I was like, I am so proud I'm giving myself a two-day vacation. She literally looked at me and then started laughing, like laughed in my face because she was like, Ruth, you think you can get over all this trauma from the last three years in two days? And I looked at her seriously. I was like, yes, I definitely can get through all of this in two days. Honestly, she was right, and it is so annoying how my mom is right, and she also has predicted all of these scenarios to a T, so from now on, I am listening to anything and everything Maria says, and you'll hear a little bit more about that on the episode that we recorded. After those two days, that weekend basically, I started applying to jobs like crazy. I was networking, I was taking the calls, I was doing the thing, y'all, and you know what? I did the dang thing. I got three incredible job offers from different tech companies here in the Austin area. I was so excited that they even thought of me so highly and were willing to give me a position in their companies so quickly. And the offers, they were going to be better than the two previous jobs that I had before. And I was so freaking excited, but I still felt the sense of, how could you say this? I still felt overwhelmed. I felt like I was not doing the right thing. I felt like I was jumping into something quicker than I had time to wrap my head around. And I mean, three job offers at once. You have a lot to think about. I mean, you have a lot of negotiating leverage, but it's a big decision. You have these three companies waiting on you to make a decision. And I did a lot more work with my therapist, talk to them about all this stuff. I even went to this funny little improv class in Austin, which is funny how this improv class, like changed my perspective on these three jobs that I was looking at. And in this improv class at Merrill Works, if you're in Austin, Texas, they have free improv classes. Highly recommend you take one. They talked about how adults no longer play for fun, how adults take everything so seriously in life, how adults just never let loose. And going to that improv class, as cheesy as it sounds, it was definitely like a very much like a hallmark moment for me in my life. I was like, I have been making decisions for the last couple of years, probably since university in my life, based on how I can best be an adult, not taking into mind that I'm also a human too. And like, I may want to go on a vacation every now and then. I may want to have free time. I may want to be able to spend time with my boyfriend, like... I didn't take any of that into account and this improv class made me realize like you need to have happiness to be able to sustain your life. No matter what you're doing, happiness and self-love are going to be the core of all things. As simple as that sounds, it's something that is very hard to realize. And then along with the improv class, I also read an incredible book. It is called Everyone Should Be a Millionaire by Rachel Rogers. And this book has some really great exercises that you can do. So when I was reading the book, I did the exercises while I was reading and one of them was you have to make a list on 30 ways that you can make money today. Like if you really need it, if you needed to pay the rent in 10 days, how could you make that money in 10 days? I wrote down my list. I was very, very nervous because I got to number five and I was like, oh shit, I don't know what else to put on here. And I really forced myself to crank it out because I was like, I'm not going to leave this unfinished. I know that I can be creative. I know that I have 30 different ways that I can make money today. We are going to do this. And I did it. I completed the list. And I noticed that most of the things I was writing down had almost, I'm not going to say nothing to do with my previous jobs. They had pieces from my previous jobs, but they were so far from what my actual positions were that I was like, oh my God, Am I going to do the wrong thing by accepting these three job offers? One of the three of these job offers? Of course, I asked my mom for her advice. And she again told me I was being very, very dumb jumping into something without giving myself literally a chance to catch my breath. I decided to do some more inner work trying to notice what I actually enjoy doing. Because at the end of the day, I do like working. I genuinely love working hard. I love putting my passion towards a project. And I want happiness and my job to be correlated within this next step I was taking in my life. Another exercise of that book by Rachel Rogers had was writing down what your passions were and the things that you found yourself researching the most or just doing for fun as a hobby the most. Most of the things I was putting down had to do related to creating your own business, speaking to people, sales, but also doing things with your hand. If you know me too, you know that half of my family, they're literally artists. And I'm pretty sure it's something that runs in the family that we're all ADHD. Like we always have to be doing something 24 seven and that we'd love using our hands to create. And I myself am not creative in the general sense of making like a beautiful canvas painting or a beautiful sculpture. I love making videos. I love storytelling. I love sales. I love helping others realize what their business should be, helping others realize how they should market a product. And I'm sorry if you hear my dogs freaking out. I also very much love my chihuahuas and I'm passionate about that. But this also made me realize that if I had accepted those jobs, I would be in another couple years of misery and I did not want that. So what I did is I took a tour of a school. Yes, Ruth decided to go back to school, y'all, and it was all for the better. So I decided to tour this incredible school in Austin, Texas, and the school was called Malusi Academy. This was an esthetician school, and I decided to take the leap and just see what it was about, you know. There was a a yoga studio right next to it. I was like, you know what, if I don't like it, I'm gonna take a hot yoga class. I'm gonna feel good about it either way. And I have these three job offers still if I need to go back to something. I walked in and thank you, Lauren, for giving me an incredible tour. You are amazing tour guide and an amazing person in general. I just fell in love with the idea of, A, going back to school, being challenged, learning something new, And being able to do something with my hands. It had been so long since I'd been able to be creative with my hands instead of just typing at a computer, taking meetings, which, you know, can be fun sometimes. But there really is nothing compared to doing things with your hands. I don't know if this even makes sense, but at least to me, being as creative as I found out that I was, that was something so important. And so I signed up to go to esthetician school. And I am still in esthetician school, y'all. So yes, I've been laying low. I haven't told anyone what the heck I've been up to these last couple months. But I have been going back to school. And I have been loving every single second of this journey. I am so passionate about helping other men and women feel empowered about who they are and helping them with their self-image and their self-love. That, that is something that's very rooted within my practice. If you want to book me, I'm actually working on the floor now. So I'll make a little link at the bottom of my show notes. If you guys want to get your eyebrows done, we do eliminations, tints. You want to get your eyelash extensions done. I'm now certified in that too. Or if you want to get a good old facial, we can do that as well. But I'm really excited. And another thing, you know what? Is this going to be the end-all be-all career path? I have no idea. I'm 24 years old. Am I supposed to know that now? No. The answer is no. This may be the thing I wanna do for the rest of my life and I definitely love that it's a career that's, it's always changing. There's always new technologies that are coming out and that I could go to the sales side of things and work with a cosmetics company or I can still be hands-on and work at a spa or I could become an injector even though I hate noodles right now. You never know where life can take you and I truly have started viewing life as just like an open opportunity. I still am that addictive person I am. So I am going 100% all in being the total nerd about skincare, eyebrows, and just well-being in general. And along with that, I'm also letting myself be creative with marketing endeavors. So I work with brands to help create digital content for them and also be able to help them guide them in a direction of where they should go marketing-wise. And I love that every single second of the way as well. Video content has always been something I'm passionate about. And funny story, actually in elementary school, I would sign up for video class as my elective every single time I could. I would make the craziest videos, the craziest things. And if I can find them, I definitely will share them with you guys. Taking videos is something I've always been passionate about since I was young. You can ask my mom if you want evidence. And I've just been working on myself. But yeah, that is what I'm doing now. I took a big leap of faith and you know why I didn't want to tell anyone? Because it was no one's business. This was my business. And I wanted to have some privacy and some personal life for once. And I'm really glad I took that decision. And it wasn't out of disrespect to anyone. I actually barely told any people. I think only my family and maybe like three friends figured this out. And the girls at esthetician school figure this out. I really didn't tell anyone. So now y'all know. And I just want to say like, it's been such an amazing experience going to esthetician school because funny enough, every single girl in my class is so nice for one, like literally the kindest people that I've ever met in my life. And number two, everyone in my class has given up something to be at school and to be where they are today. I don't think any of us will actually we have a little we have a little 18-year-old in our class and she did know she wanted to be an esthetician. So good for you Giselle if you're listening to this today. But everyone else came from different career backgrounds and we were unhappy. We didn't want to be doing what we were doing for the rest of our lives. We knew aesthetics would bring challenges, would bring happiness and would bring a fun career option. So we all gave up something, made a sacrifice to be there, and I truly believe that that class was supposed to all be together. We have so much fun with each other every single day, even the good, the bad days. We have an amazing time, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I truly believe like that is where I'm supposed to be right now, challenging myself, learning something new, while also being creative with what I'm doing marketing-wise, and yeah, I'm just happy in general. I'm happy to be here, happy to start this podcast, happy to get into it with you guys. But that is probably the biggest update I have. Besides that, we have an amazing season planned. That is basically it, y'all. That is all we have for this week. Life update for you guys. Check. You now know who Ruth Isabel Wolfred is, and we can now be besties. I am so excited to hear from you guys when you submit your questions or scenarios to us. I'm so excited for you guys to meet the incredible guests that we have on this season, and I'm so excited to just hang out with you guys on a weekly basis for this season one. Thank you so much to everyone who made Terrible Twenties possible this season. I really couldn't have done it without my community, without my family, without my friends. And I, I'm i just excited. If I could pick a word, it would be excitement. But thanks to everyone who listened today. I cannot wait to see you guys next week. And have a great rest of your day, great rest of your night, great rest of your afternoon, wherever in the world you are listening. I hope you know that you are loved. I personally love you so much. And that no matter what you're going through, we can get through it. We can get through anything. We can get through hard things. Even though life is hard and it sucks sometimes, we can get through it. I will see you all next week and love you all so much. Bye!